Dorch is not here, so we're gonna have a good time tonight, boys. I mean, Mister 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 Serious ain't here. We're gonna hopefully hear from Mister Positive in a bit and stuff. But I have to start Warriors. There it is, war, and I have to start with everything that's going on and and I'm going to give you what I think and the bottom line is anybody who knows me I signed my book My Last Fight True Story of a Hockey Rockstar that I wrote back in 2012 enjoy my truth right and I what am I talking about I'm talking about everything that's going on with the University of Michigan and a couple of things that that I want to address because I had the the I believe that in in any case or of what we see is the transparency is a key and at the end of the day no matter who's saying what or whatever every side of the story needs to be heard um i guess what i'm looking looking for is the next part is is that the uh, attorney general dana nestle gets the okay or whatever she needs to do the investigation she did against Michigan State. And and because at the end of the day, no matter what side you are on, whether you're blaming this, blame, it doesn't matter. Let's. Uh, my opinion is I'm going to sit back and let, like anything else, the truth prevail. And uh, I guess, you know, one of the things is uh, when I was coming in here tonight and, and reading Mitch Album, who I have a lot of uh, respect for, but reading his uh, column yesterday and where it pretty much, if you haven't read it, pretty much says the fact that let's not forget about Dr. Anderson's ability. We understand that. But Dr. Anderson's dead. And if we're going to change any time you're going to change things in society, you got to see why did it go on, why did it happen. And it's not just because it's Michigan. It's in any family, any corporation, any team to be a part of. So as far as what I want to say on this is, is, is like anybody else is like sit back because – it it doesn't matter if you had an experience or somebody else that everybody's story in my opinion needs needs to come out and be talked about so we can get to the bottom of this. What is what is where where is your take on this, Sean? Oh, I I agree, Mac. Uh, you know what? Uh, it doesn't matter. I, I've always said um, humanity should come before fandom. Period. End of story. Um, and, and by saying that, I'm not saying let's tear down Bo Schembechler's name. Let's try to wipe off his very existence from, from the University of Michigan. I'm saying to do your due diligence, to, to talk to everybody, to gather as much information as you can. Look, things were different when when that was all alleged to happen. You know, I mean, things things were different. It was interesting. I... I had a conversation the other day with uh, Andy Canavino, the uh, the Cap, former former captain. captain of the Michigan football team, he- heck of a linebacker back in the day, and and you know what, Darren, our generation, our our generation, like like you and me, because we're we're you know the, old, this practic- practically the same age, we're old. You know what? Uh, when he said it to me, it was like, wow, I you're absolutely right. It, it, if I went through a physical and somebody, you know said I had to do this or I had to do that, I would have thought nothing of it. Like, honestly, it, I, honest to goodness, I would have thought nothing of it. That doesn't diminish the fact that it's wrong and people feel victimized, but it, it really is a, um, a, a, different, a different type of mindset when you think about it that way. But absolutely, positively, do your due diligence, investigate, 
all of that stuff, and let's get to the bottom of it and, and do our best to ensure something like this can never, ever happen again. Well, that's the whole thing, and it doesn't matter if it's Michigan State, it's Michigan, it's uh, Country Day, it's or- St. Mary Orchard. It doesn't matter if it's a school. It doesn't matter if it's an organization, the Detroit Red Wings, Detroit, you know, the Pistons, whatever else, the Lions, any of the pro it, teams, it doesn't matter. This is a life thing, and I think sometimes it gets blurred when it gets into the sports field because then it gets into competition, right? So this isn't about competition. This is about right or wrong and making sure this doesn't happen again and like you said it's it's a very 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 complex for everybody involved for everybody um who uh, who was a victim was or a survivor to somebody who didn't like you said feel violated or you know so everybody's truth needs to be heard and like that's the, the one thing is you got to comb it down before i guess you know everybody can make their own decision because you know, it, it's just one of these unfortunate things, but in the unfortunate things, the truth has to prevail. And at the end of the day, no matter what it is, and, and I always say this, Sean, you know, in this society, you can say whatever you want. That's your, your right, and you can stand behind whatever you want, but you have to be accountable. I think accountability in today's day and age is just as important as transparency. So um, that's pretty much um, like... Where I want to leave that, um, everybody's taught. It's it's just such a dark cloud for everybody. Um, I just think, but I think it's something that we need to and get in front of. And as people in Michigan, I've said it before. The reason I'm still alive is because of the transparency and because of the truth. And it's through that plant, uh, cannabis. So this is another sad truth that needs to be handled instead of being buried away. And at the end of the day, from my experience is that the truth will come out, whichever way that is. So um, how about, Sean, on a lighter note, you got a big game three tonight in Montreal. What do you expect from your Montreal Canadiens tonight? Well, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see what happened, Mac. I'm sure you heard, but for the benefit of, of people out there, their coach will not be on the bench tonight. The Montreal uh, coach. He, yeah, Dom, Dominic Ducharme. Uh, tested positive twice for COVID. Now, the interesting thing about that is he received his second vaccination now, uh, I believe 10 days ago now, is when he received his, his his second vaccination, but he tested positive twice. He was the only person to, to, to test positive twice. So, Mac, a few guys that um, a few guys that you played against um, are, are going to be on the bench tonight. Tell me if these names sound familiar. Luke Richardson, Alex Burrows and Sean Burke will be on the bench tonight, and and they'll uh, they'll be ready to go and and see if they can get them going. Darren, I'll tell you what: through the first two games, um, and and you you go ahead and tell me if I'm uh, being uh, a, a complete homer. Um, they haven't looked out of place. That's they have not looked out of place. It's it's been a it's been a competitive series. Now there have been periods of time where Vegas just swarmed them, in particular the last five minutes of game number two. But um, they haven't looked out of place, and it, I, it, it's got me thinking, you know, hey, maybe maybe we got a series on our hands. Yes, Sanders, la chance. Yes, you have a chance. <laughs> and with those three guys behind the bench, um, 
you know, hard-nosed guys, been been known to be able to do the dirty work, and obviously uh, Luke Richardson, defenseman, they're not going to miss a beat. I think the big part for, for Montreal was getting Jeff Petrie back. Um, you see the minutes that he played and the impact that he mm. can have. So, again, we're, we're not going to get um, smoke and mirrors with anything. they got to play more of a perfect game than Vegas does, but hopefully going home. And, and this, get, this can give you extra motivation that you don't have your coach. But, again, the, the reason that I wanted to segue into that is uh, I want to get into uh, the NFL, NFL uh, PA and what they've come out with uh, vaccinated players and non-vaccinated players and, in fact, what – Cole Beasley, the wide receiver from the Buffalo Bills, had to say about that. Anyways, uh, thanks for joining us here on this Friday night, the Darren McCarty Show here at AM760 WJR. Land, if you do not know that the NFLPA, which is the NFL Players Association, has come out with their uh, with agreements with the NFL of uh, player protocol if you're vaccinated or not and without going down the list pretty much that if you're not vaccinated as an nfl player or part of an organization you're going to be treated like a leper um from not being able to use uh eat with your teammates to not be able to go out to be able to do anything else whereas if you're vaccinated you can pretty much do whatever you want um as a free person now the whole thing, and, and this is where the issue comes, is because a lot of times, and I understand that it's, if you understand the Players Association, where it's supposed to be about the players, but it isn't, unless you're the strongest players association, which is a Major League Baseball, and then you have basketball with Adam Silver and, and the Players League, which is the NBA, and then you have even the NHL, which was obviously lower before, but I think Glenn Healy's done a better job of communication. But then you get to the to the NFL, and you have guys like Cole Beasley, um, who pretty much and are speaking on behalf of him and Sam Darnold, the quarterback Carolina. Different guys have come out pretty much that, yeah, they asked some guys, but not all guys. And Cole Beasley went on uh, Twitter, and this, this is what he had to say. He said, look, I'm going to live my life uh, my one life like I want to regardless. Everyone, hi, I'm Cole Beasley, and I'm not vaccinated. I'll be outside doing what I do. I'll be out in the public. If you're scared of me, then steer clear. Get vaccinated. Point blank period. I may die of COVID, but I'd rather die living. I have family members whose days are numbered. If they want to come see me and stay at my house when they are coming, regardless of protocol, I don't play for the money anymore. My family has been taken care of fine me if you want my way of living and my values are more important to me than a dollar i love my teammates enjoy playing ball because of all outside bs goes out of the window in these moments i just want to win the super bowl and enjoy these relationships they create along the way i'm not going to take them uh take meds for a leg that isn't broken i'd rather take my chances with covid build up immunity da 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 you can go on to Cole Beasley's to, to more or less. That's he's saying as far as that. Now, what's important there, Sean, and to the people, is that where Cole Beasley's played 10 years. So he has more of the luxury where he's sort of set, right? Where, where And I appreciate it because I, I believe, just like I said, first segment, no matter what, speak your truth. Be about your truth. All that stuff. And this is his truth. But there are repercussions. So I this got me immediately thinking about the different lockouts that I've been through and in the, in the different positions financially where you don't really have a choice as a younger player or a guy, you know, who's not in this situation to make this choice. I just I just I appreciate what Cole Beasley's doing and saying. Um, but 
you know, that's one one guy or a few guys against, you know, the whole league. And what bothers me is this: it wasn't the NFL coming out and saying this is a protocol, which is what we're used to as the Empire, but it's the NFLPA sort of saying throwing their own guys under the like under the bus yep. without f- total agreement. That's why I have a little bit of an issue, you know, sort of with that. And the one thing which. And I'll give this to my uh, co-host during the day, uh, Pilar Laster, brought to my attention, is that the FDA, with these, it's still under uh, emergency, like it's under emergency uh, trial the vaccine, right? Like under emergency, it's been released. If they took the emergency off that, maybe that would change some people's opinion. I don't know. But still, it's sort of a gray area. And, and this is the one thing. As the days get closer, training camp's getting closer. I know the Buffalo Bills, you know, they came out with a statement that says you have to prove that you're vaccinated to go into the building, you know, to be a fan this year. So, um what did you think about when all this stuff sort of came out about the PA and, and what Beasley had to say? I think he was brave for doing it because, I mean, let's face it, Mac, whether people want to admit it or not, there's a hell of a lot of shaming going on right now. And, and I, I think that's 1,000% wrong. I, I'm a big fan of not telling others how to live their life. I am. I, I'm, a, I'm a really big fan of that. And if that's something that he chooses not to do, then don't do it. And and for the record, and, and Mac or anybody else, you don't have to say to people whether or not you're vaccinated. I, it was something I decided to do. I have zero issue with somebody else if they decided that they weren't going to do it. I have no issue with it whatsoever. And and the backlash that, that he's received is, is disgusting. And it, it always makes me chuckle because then I say to myself, well, if you're vaccinated, what do you have to worry about? If you're vaccinated, if you're I trust the science guy and you're vaccinated, well, then what do you have to worry about Cole Beasley about? And that, that's the stuff that it, it at, you know, and then we, we go into that, that constant cycle because you know what the answer is. Well, it's not 100%. Well, then don't tell me to trust the science. And then I'll come back with, okay, well, we did all this in the past year and three months over something that, what was it, 99.7% of, of people survived? You know, so it, it's a slippery slope when you decide to go down that road. But, you know, in, in keeping with the sports aspect of it, you're absolutely right. I, I, I thought the players' union were supposed to stick up for the players. And it seems to me like they're kowtowing to a, a greater pressure out there. And that, that's, that's very disheartening, very disheartening. Well, you know, you know, it is, and it's not, you know, the end of it. And I guess it would take, you know, it's just like anything else. You know, when you ask the question, well, what's it going to take to either change? Well, it takes big guys, takes guys like a Tom Brady. Take, it's, it's the same thing. Who's got the power and who, who can mess with the dollar at the end of the day when it comes to the league? So, um, yeah, you know, I agree with you. I agree with you, Sean. It's, it's sort of, um, I like obviously today we got news that or yesterday got news uh, of uh, this state opening up more next week, next Tuesday. So that's like the progress to whatever. But 
hopefully we have time that they can solidify this so everybody's sort of happy. But it's, you know, you look, you, you mentioned it, right? You said what you mentioned it. If you, you're not guaranteed that if you get the vaccine that you won't get it, but it, it seems your rights are intact once you get it. It just, it's something's off to me. You know what I mean? Yep. Like some, something that it's, you know, it's a smell test. And trust me, I've been around long enough to, to, to know when it smells. It's just the smell, same as the smell test in Michigan. You know, that's why you got to sit back and let the truth permeate and stuff like that. Well, and it's interesting, Darren. I mean, you, you know, for me personally, I, I went back and forth whether or not I was going to get it for a while because I, I had COVID, and, and thank God, and I want to make this crystal clear, I'm not minimizing COVID because I know many people that had it very severely. Uh, it, it wasn't bad for me. So after after a couple of months, Mac, I kind of sat back and I was like, well, I got the antibodies, and honest to goodness, there's a, there's a, a, a pharmacy right around the corner from me. They were giving shots out, and I said, oh, what the hell, I'm going to get it. And, and, and the only reason I'm saying that is to say, if you're somebody that didn't want to get it, you're not going to get shamed by me. I promise you. You're, I, and that it's really weird that we've come to that place right now. And and I think it does. You know, Cole Beasley. This is a, a, a place where sports is imitating life at this point in time because I'm sure there are people in his own players' union in the NFL. Shh, shh, no, no, no. You can't say things like that. Well, why not? Why, why can't I say things like that? It's. It's it's very strange today um, that that a lot of the questions that should have been coming up haven't come up, and there's something liberating when a guy like Cole Beasley. And I love what he said. I've been in the league for ten years now. If I have to retire, I'll retire. I'm speaking up for the guys that don't have that built up, that don't have you know whether it be uh, that pension that comes in later or or been able to save the money and things like that. Because believe it or not, a whole bunch of people. Uh, agree with me, but they're just afraid to say it. Good for him. Good yeah. for him. No, because I think today people want to people want to shut you up. And, and and it, in my humble opinion, one man's opinion, I think people want to create these alternative universes, and it's incredibly unhealthy. Well, it is, but I think that's just sort of society where it's uh, people don't people just hear to reply instead of listen to what's going on, and it's just the same sort of thing. You know, with with uh, you know what I'm going to get into next because uh, I would have the fortune, and I'm going to say this that tomorrow, uh, tomorrow uh, Saturday, in celebration of Juneteenth out in Wild Lake f- from noon to 2 p.m., myself with the Darren McCarty brand and Calvin Johnson and Rob Sims with their Primitive brand, uh, will be out at uh, the greenhouse in Wild Lake with Pet Rescue with the Art Fair. Um, with the Underground Railroad, uh, they're, uh, they've renovated the Banks House, which if you understand Dr. Banks, she was the first female doctor in Michigan. Um, a lot of great things going on, but uh, I, had the con- I had the pleasure of sitting down and interviewing Calvin and Rob yesterday, and there was some uh, very interesting questions that... Uh, uh, our own Tom Asway uh, got out of Calvin, so uh, that I don't think that 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 I thought was was very interesting too. What you said about moving forward, but the thing that I re- really respected is the truth, because the truth is the truth, and I think that's sort of like what we're finding finding out to finding out, and some people are realizing that through COVID, through self awareness, self reflection, what's important, and maybe that's why we're seeing guys 
stepping out and uh, saying different things. And, oh, you guys want to know what Calvin said? I'll tell you when we come back. Here, you listen to Darren McCarty's show, AM 760 WJR. And uh, Calvin Johnson, no. Anyways, I digress, but it was awesome being able to talk to him. And anybody who wants to show up tomorrow, Wild Lake between noon and 2, you can have that conversation also. And any conversation you want. Remember, we're here not to argue, but for what do you mean by that? And so, Calvin, yesterday we asked him a couple things, Sean. And I don't know if you you saw this, but it was one of the things because that, that sort of, I guess, caught me a little bit by surprise because, and this is because of what we hear about the relations between the Lions and Calvin have been repaired, where he came out and said, no, but we're working on it. And I think, to me, that's an infle- that inflects upon that you got to understand, is the different person at the top in Sheila Fordham now. So she's making the decisions, and this is a newer thing. You look at <clears throat> what they've done with Barry, and how they brought Barry back around and as part. And I believe that with this, as far as culture goes, um, Calvin also had glowing regards for Brad Holmes as a general manager, uh, Dan Campbell as a teammate. And, uh, you know, the one thing he said about Dan Campbell is that, you know, he he's not the end-all, be-all. But you look at the guys that are in position, and when you have, when you have former players, there's a lot of respect. Um, he also talked about... Um, Matthew Stafford, and he said he just talked to him, and he was happy for Matthew, Matthew to get uh, the opportunity. And he also mentioned that uh, his receivers coach son, uh, Sean Jefferson's son, is uh, going to be one of his targets out there. So um, it was also interesting to hear about how why did he retire, right? Why did, why did he did he retire? Did he ask to go somewhere else? And he said he literally hung it up, and the reason that the, him and Rob Sims got into the cannabis business and industry is because of well-being, uh, you know, the health and wellness, the injuries and stuff that he suffered, and to find out and what he cares about is the players. That's a, he's about the guys and the players. So, uh, and the fact that if you didn't know this or not, but he came out and said that, you know, he asked for a trade that they wouldn't trade him at the end when he did retire. So, um, poignant conversation, obviously. Uh, love it when you don't get that truth a lot of the time, so I'm, I'm very grateful for that. But um, as a fan of Calvin's, uh, Sean, and, and just from what you'd seen from, what did you take from that? You know, Mac, it was interesting because I, I, I think there had been so many different versions of, of it. And, you know, his hands were mangled. He was at the end. I, I think there were two extenuating circumstances as to why they they granted Matthew's wish and and why they didn't grant Calvin's wish. And I think it, it starts with the mentality of the, this franchise. Now, I think, you know, it's refreshing to me, Mac, to have people in place that, that are looking in the mirror and they aren't seeing, you know, the New England Patriots. They aren't seeing the Kansas City Chiefs. They aren't seeing the Tampa Bucks. They, they are seeing themselves for what they really are, a, a team that's in desperate need of an overhaul. And I think when you look back to 2015, this was a team that had convinced itself it was, it was pretty close. That, I mean, that's the reality of it. And so I'm sure their mindset at the time was, well, we're not going to trade you. Now, if we were in a rebuilding mode – Absolutely, you trade that guy and you you get the same kind of package deal that you got for Matthew Stafford and everything. But 
Mac, one thing that I and I will give Rod Wood credit for this, okay? And and um, you know, we obviously we had the Lions here on seven sixty WJR for five years and Rod Wood understands that this is a franchise that had to do a better job in fan relations and had to do a better job with its alumni. Darren, I'm telling you point blank, I cannot tell you how many guys that I talked to from the eighties, from the nineties, from from you know, this this century as well, that said they just didn't feel welcomed. It didn't feel like a family. You know, they felt almost shunned by this franchise. And so Rod Wood has tried to go about and change that. Well, you know what? This is an easy fix. This is one of your most popular players. Make it right by any means necessary. Make it right. You guys want to change the culture. You want to change the perception. You want to let people know, hey, we're here for the players. We are one big family. Make it make it right. This is silly. I cannot believe it's gone on this long. It's it's a crying shame that this is still newsworthy stuff, and that's no disrespect, Mac, to you or to Calvin. I mean, this is on the Lions. We shouldn't be having this conversation. This, I mean, the optics look awful, and somebody somebody needs to tell the Lions that. Hey, guys, I don't know if you know this. You have a reputation. And you know what? You, you've done a good job of changing your reputation in the last few years. There's more work to do, but it's a good start. And then you hear this and you go, you know what, Mac? I hate to use this term. You know what people do? Same old lions. Uh-huh. Same old lions. It's, this is, and why this do is they do silly. that, though, Sean? They do that because they act the same old way. Right. You got it. So if you want to change culture and you want to change things, and I agree with you, it's it's looking in the mirror and going, oh, man, we got not we got to establish our own identity. And I believe that this regime and it starts with the top because it's it always look at the top and it starts with Sheila. But you see through inside the den, you see all these different Behind the scenes, you see the more availability that all the coaches and, and GM and owner is now. That's changing the culture. This is something, like you said, is an easy switch. Wouldn't be a Friday night on the on the Darren McCarty show without hearing from the most positive guy I know, Greg from oh Shelby. Oh, my God. Oh, my God is right. What's up, Greg? Warriors. Warriors. Dreaming is believing that what you're dreaming is possible. Go for it. And hit lastly, me. hit me, oh, Warriors. Yeah. Hey, um, great show. Uh, very philosophical um, with Bo, with uh, Beasley. His recalcitrance, Beasley's, I sometimes think if you take it in context, if uh, you're in an organization and the organization as a whole said, we want you to do this, Everybody's doing it because the organization set down the parameters. I guess Beasley and anybody that uh, is of his ilk or his like-mindedness should, you know, do it. And it's weird, and yes, they have the right, but where does that right begin and end? You know, you can say that your rights begin and end at the end of my fingertips. After that, and then I'm using the philosophy of Ayn Rand, objectivism, Atlas Shrugged, saying that you no longer have the rights. So, yes, you have the right not to wear a mask and not to get the uh, inf- uh, 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 shot, but you don't have the right to infect. And Shawnee Bees made that salient point 
uh, like, yes, he respects it, the, um, uh, you know, if you don't want to do it, but sometimes I, we have to see both sides, and like you're articulating with Bo, listen to both sides, then draw the conclusions. If you will, you guys. You know what the beauty is? Thanks, Greg, as always. And you know what? Yeah, I know you quoted Ian Rand because, you know, that's Sean and I's favorite author. I'm going to go home no. later on. And, but the, the whole point of the matter, like what you said, is the beauty to me is that it's coming out now with, what, 80 days before training camp with or before the regular season. or we're, we're, Like there's communication and there's conversation going on but there are again to your point greg uh you know who who makes the rules and there's rules to be followed and there's prerequisites you know for everything else we've all learned that through this last covid uh mac can you help me out though i like i I, i'm serious i feel like a simpleton I'm, i'm not being funny and please remember i am somebody who who i i've been vaccinated okay why are so many people who are vaccinated Concerned about the non-vaccinated. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I'm Sean, sorry. That same, doesn't make just, any sense to me. It's well, really weird. Well, it doesn't make the sense because why do other people count other people's money or why do other people spend other people's money or yeah. think that don't, you know, I'll go back. I'll go back to this. Bob Prover used to say, if everybody swept their own doormat, the world would be a better place. So I, yeah. Sean, I don't really understand that. It's just that whatever just choices you, you know, it seems like. In this country, in in the world, somebody's got to make rules, right? Because we're not responsible enough to look out for ourselves or something. I I, I don't. I that question right there, um, because you you tell me. I I don't. I don't, I, I don't know. Either. I I I've, I've been at a loss for words about it. I, I like. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a wiseacre. And, and again, please consider the source. I am vaccinated. It, right, right. As, why as would a vaccinated people, person be worried right. about somebody that isn't? I, that's a that's I, a that's a that's that's a great point, um, and that's for people a lot smarter than us. But I know what is smart that I can do is take a break and get paid. So thanks for joining us here <laughs> on this Friday night, Darren McCarty Show, AM seven sixty WJR. What was his name? The rookie for the Pistons. I didn't see Mac. Yeah. So, anyways, we had Troy. Do you know Jay? Mace? Isaiah Stewart? Isaiah Stewart. Yes, it was. Thank you. Isaiah Stewart. And so, you know, a little with the Pistons and what Troy Weaver did last year and call him the, call him the executioner or whatever, but he's putting a, putting a team together and it's slowly but surely um, getting some recognition around the league. I'm, uh, I'm looking at the TV right now as Atlanta's up 10-4. to 4. Um, Does Trey Young and Atlanta, Sean, Belegian, close out the series tonight? Uh, yes. Yes, the Sixers are Sixering. <laughs> Is that not the <laughs> There's worst no other way to collapse? Say it. Does Ben Simmons? The Sixers are Sixering. They're Sixering. Attempt a shot in the fourth quarter because he hasn't the last three games. If he's not driving to the lane, <laughs> no. But you know that's like when you look at the piss. I brought up Sadiq Bay, and you look at we're at one spectrum, and you look at the Embiid. I remember you, just a few years ago, it was the Embiid or Simmons debate, and they're both. Huge, huge contracts, uh, and they're not even going to probably make it out out of the out of the East. So that's a that's a thing that uh, that stinks. Um, what did you think, Sean, about Matt Manning's uh, debut last night? Were you able to catch any of that game on the yeah, YouTube you know channel what? with Matt Vaskersian and Rajay Davis? 
Yeah, you know, I mean, Mac, it, it's, you're going to get what you get in a situation like that. You know, I, I again, I hate to sound like a broken record. I, I want to see the young guys do it because, you know, the, the Tigers have won some games lately, but a, a lot of it hasn't been, you know, that the, the vaunted can't-miss prospects that we talked about. They're, they're, they're the guys that, you know, the Tigers sign that don't have long-term future here and, and thing like that. It was kind of a mixed bag yesterday. You can't, you know, you, you can't get mad at a guy for for having that type of performance. I mean, I think sometimes you, he's still only twenty three years old, right? I mean, he's only twenty three years old. But all in all, you can't you can't be upset at that performance at all. Hey, you know what? He won the Chris Osgood Award for youngest looking uh, rookie debut. Like he looked like Ozzy back in uh, like '93. You know, That's after uh, you're yeah. right, young. Oh but the, the point of the matter is, is is the progress, right? You see, Casey Mize getting better slowly oh, but surely. He's having a good year. Tarek man. Skubal, really is right. Tarek Skubal, slowly but surely. You know, the, there there are different signs, and I think it's just. You know, we always want it quicker than not, but uh, they're at least this team. You know, they they're in most games, or they compete, or they there's something to look forward to. And then you even look in the minors, and you look at Spencer Torkelson and uh, Dylan Dingler. You know, being moved up, so there's there's actually things going on around this organization. And I remember. We weren't talking uh, too much long ago. I don't even know if that's English. We weren't talking too long ago about uh, the farm system being depleted, right? So now it seems like okay, we got we got some things going on. You know, you, I didn't even mention Riley Green, who uh, you know is, is in AAA, and and so you know, still still probably the best game around here is in Toledo. Uh, go down to see the mud hens, but um, I, I guess there's progress. I mean, it's it's one of these things that if you told me there's a there's a afternoon game or a night game or whatever, and I had a chance to go, it's not I, you know, not who they're playing. It's like yeah, let's go down to the ballpark. That's the start. That's what we want to get right. That's what we're hoping yep. in in all of them. Um, now the most important question. This is my favorite part of the show. And it's awesome because Jay's in here. So it's the point of what's on the barbecue, Sean, and what's in the microwave, Jay. <laughs> Sean, you Listen, started if off. I, if, if I don't, if I don't win this week, if if I don't win this week, I I may never play this game again. Uh, my it, and I'm I'm bringing it. I'm oh, bringing it tonight. My, 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 I like boys, the f- my boys coming into town. Ooh, so I've got. I know you I, got. I've got steaks. Oh, you got, got steaks. steaks. Yeah, what, what and kind I, of I don't cut? just have steaks. I have I have bone in ribeye and I have tomahawk. Oh, thanks for playing, Jay. Thanks for playing tonight. Oh, that's it. Yeah, you got me for sure, for sure. But 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 Jay, I'm still interested for all us microwavable people out there. Since I was a kid, when you come home from school, you stick this thing in the microwave. The best microwave food there is, the Tina's Burritos. Really? Oh. Tina's Burritos? Oh, yeah. Oh, is there a, They're solid. Uh, do you They're have solid. a favorite flavor? Is there like a Just a regular. Just a regular? Yeah, just the, the beef and bean. Beef Mis- and mystery bean. bean. Yeah. Beef and bean. I bet you the janitor loves that. Yeah. The beef and bean leaving in the morning. Whoever, uh, apologies to whoever is cleaning the seventh floor bathroom <laughs> at about 6 a.m. because Jay's on overnights. Uh, I'm going to have to go. Small victory. To Sean this weekend. Oh, yeah. I think Sean's the best. I think Sean wins every week. Would you go Tomahawk, Blake, or would you go... uh, I I like the ribeye. I like the ribeye, too. Yeah. 
But the tomahawk. You know the thing about the tomahawk, if, if the right kind of cut is it's kind of a three for one steak. It really is. Uh, because you get a little bit of that ribeye in the head, you get a little bit of that strip in the head. I mean, it really is. It's 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 just an it's an interesting cut, and and it looks difficult to cook. But I'm telling you, it's a piece of cake. Do a little homework. It's not like three and a half minutes on one side, three and a half minutes on the other side. You got to do a little homework, a little indirect heat. But I was kind of surprised because usually he tells me he wants pulled pork when he comes home. He was like. Dad, can we do some steaks? Can we do some steaks? So, yeah, got, got, we're, we're going to roll with that tomorrow. And then, Mac, happy Father's Day to you. You know the routine on Father's Day. It is well, nothing about you. They'll tell me where I'm going on Sunday, well, and the, what's we'll worse, have a good time. Sean, what's worse for you is not only is it Father's Day, but you double dip. It's your birthday. So, happy yeah. Father's Day to you oh, happy birthday you. to yeah, you. So, you. that's a double you don't get to do whatever you want. No, I won't have a damn thing. I won't have a say in it. And the only yeah, thing that you, I said hey, is listen, listen, i got to be on the hey, air at I, 7. I, you're going to say this. I won't have a say in it, and I love every minute of it. That's the whole yeah, thing about exactly you. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's it's. I got to be on the air at seven, and the hockey game starts at eight. I mean that that's the. I said as long as I'm home by six thirty, we can do whatever. So uh, I think they have a couple of surprises planned. So no, I mean all jokes aside, it's uh you know anytime you can spend the day with your family and everybody can be together. Uh, you feel incredibly blessed. Incredibly blessed. Uh, 